Well, a very good morning to everyone here, or whenever you are listening to this. I realize that on the East Coast, it's a little later. Uh, It is 8 a.m. where I am at, which is, where am I at? I'm right outside Big Bend National Park on the southern tip of Texas. Um, I think I'm just a couple dozen miles from the border with Mexico. And I have a concept I want to share with you all today. It is Saturday which means that for many of us, it's four days into the new year, and Saturday is usually the day that we're going to go out, we're going to have some fun, we're going to do a lot of crazy stuff, whatever it is. Essentially, it's a break from routine, and I want to share with you guys, I love this concept, and I've heard this before, and it got refreshed in my head by um, this book, um, Can't Hurt Me, which is an autobiography by David Goggins. If you haven't checked out that book. I guarantee you, if you listen to this podcast, you would love it. David Goggins is an absolute animal. Uh, Awesome book. Uh, I would highly recommend his book, Can't Hurt Me. Uh, He talks about this concept called uh, 100 Men in Battle. And this actually comes from, uh, I believe it is a Roman general. And I'm not even going to print. His name is Herculitus. I, if I did more research for this podcast, I would have figured out how to pronounce his name. You can check it out if you want to uh, search 100 men Greek or 100 men Roman. Uh, you'll be able to find the quote. But essentially the quote is, out of every 100 men, 10 shouldn't even be there. 80 are just targets. Nine are the real fighters. And we are lucky to have them for they make the battle. Ah, but the one, one is a warrior. And he will bring others, excuse me, he will bring the others back. So we talk about this 100 men in battle. And I think this is actually a really interesting and useful quote because if we go back through this, so out of every 100 men, 10 shouldn't even be there. So let's just start with that. How many of us have taken on battles or a challenge that probably actually wasn't probably the best thing for us to go on to be just something we tackled right i mean if you took if i just went to a a college or university if i took 100 people probably 10 of them um it's it's probably likely that 10 are either going to transfer or drop out i think that's probably pretty fair right 10 out of 100 if you took 100 freshmen from a college or if i went into 100 uh trainees for most programs, at least 10 are not going to make it through some kind of training program, whatever that is. And those reasons are all over the place. But I think a lot of a lot to do with those 10 are actually because they realize that this is just not everything that they wanted or expected. It's kind of the classic, the the grass is greener on the other side. And this is not a bad thing. Because if you realize this, what you do need to realize is the maybe the, the mental philosophy that went into deciding what you were going to do Maybe that's the thing that has to be really decided, but trying to go after different things is not wrong. But actually, I think the worst part of this is what he says, 80 are just targets. So that means 80% of 100 men going into battle, those are just targets. Those are the people that are literally just there to be targets of the other army. Now, I would accumulate this with, in my opinion, and this is not taking shots at anybody, I think there's 80% of people in life that are just kind of rummaging through life. And honestly, I think we all feel like that occasionally, right? I think we all feel like we're just rummaging through life trying to figure it out sometimes. However, these are the 80 where they're going to go through school. 
They're going to go through whatever training program they're at, and then they're going to stay at the standard. And they're going to stay at the standard for 30, 40, 50 years. They're going to retire, and they're going to be the standard. This is, I think this is really the 80 that we see. And I think this is kind of, uh, look, I think society in general wants you to be a part of the 80%. Why do you think, I mean, if you're a public servant or not even a public servant, let's say you work at a big company, why do you think they give you a pension if you work there for 20, 30 years? They want you to trade 20, 30 years of your life to be able to work with them. I know that's kind of saying it kind of bluntly, but that's, that, that's really it. And by the way, if I was running a huge company, I would try to really make it <laughs> as inclusive as possible to try to keep great people. And one of the best ways to do that is to offer some kind of pension or retirement uh, account like that because people are concerned for their future. One of the hugest things, however, in today's world is that you're not taking risks just for other people. You should be taking risks for yourself. And I think this is where the nine fighters come in. So nine are the real fighters. We're lucky to have them for they make the battle. I think these are the people that come out and they're the difference makers. They're the people that join organizations and help them grow. They're the people that become the top salespeople. They're the person that becomes the teacher that helps reform the teaching system or is simply just dedicated like crazy to her kids. These are the people that go out to work for the national parks that become park rangers. You know, these are the top performers in their category. These are the fighters. But one, ah, one is a warrior and he will bring the others back. I think what I love about this concept the most is again, the warrior, if you put the warrior up against the enemy's nine best fighters, unless it's the greatest warrior on the planet, most likely the warrior is not coming out of that. But what ends this is that he will bring the others back. Leadership. It's about servant leadership at the end of the day. The warrior at the top doesn't get there without serving everyone underneath him or her. This all goes back, in my opinion, to it's the fourth day of the year. You are setting probably some resolutions, some goals, whatever it is that you are trying to aim for that warrior mentality. Well, I got a couple things for you first thing is the warrior at the earliest time, it's going to take a couple years, could take 10 years, could take 20 years, but at least it's going to take 18 months to two years to be able to create yourself into what would even be considered a fighter or a warrior. So you really have to be patient on that end. But the second thing is you have to understand the responsibility of what you were trying to become. If you're trying to become the best, well, in today's world, anyone can get a hold of you. If you become the best person in the world at I don't even know, a pogo stick while at the gym at some, I don't even know, some crazy thing like that and you become Instagram famous or whatever, not even Instagram famous, you become social media has given a medium to you that anyone in the world can reach out to you if they're on that quest as well. So becoming a warrior has that inner responsibility to the others that are not only around you, but also a part of everything that you do. Everyone that's a part of either the gym you go to every day, the work, the, the company that you go to, whatever it is. So being the warrior is as much about serving others as it is about serving yourself. How are you going to serve yourself today? And how are you going to serve others? And by the way, just because it's a Saturday, it doesn't mean that we're taking days off. What are we doing today and tomorrow to get right back at it so that Monday, it's just another day. It's not a Monday. It's another day. Day. Have a happy weekend, y'all. Let's get after it. Thanks so much.